We're back with another episode of D-List of the Podcast. I'm Michael Kay. And I'm Allison. So on a past episode, we briefly talked about Love is Blind, mm-hmm. specifically how Jessica, who was a contestant or whatever they call them, uh, let her dog drink wine from her glass. Yeah. I hadn't seen an episode then, and you, Allison, had seen a few episodes. I'd seen, yeah, I'd seen a bunch. So now we've both seen the entire season and the reunion, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about it. And if you haven't seen it and don't want to spoil spoiler, then like skip to the ten minute mark, or knowing us, skip to like the fifty minute mark. Cause <laughs> yeah, we probably we, have a lot of things to say. This is our serial. <laughs> Uh, oh, and stay away from the internet because there's spoilers everywhere. And that's, I mean, I found out who was married and who broke up before I even finished the damn show. Me too. And I was actually watching it at a normal speed too. And I was like, who are these people that have watched it so fast? Well, I mean, maybe I did watch it a bit slow. But still, yeah, it, the internet is will let you know everything that's happening with these people. Well, it's Netflix. So you, like, they all came out at once, right? Yeah, you, like, binge it within four hours. You finish it three in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, and then you go on the internet and you spoil it. Yeah, you make a ton which, of memes. I mean, which I wasn't mad because really, who cares? It's not lost. Yeah, it's not Citizen you know? Kane over here. This is, I mean, it's the Citizen Kane of mystery dating shows. In 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be a better one in in the first part of 2020. Because I'm sure there'll be a better one in the second part of 2020. Anyway. The, ma- the Masked Singer is going to have a dating spinoff. Yeah. If you haven't know. seen it and you don't care about spoilers, mm-hmm. let me just give you a rundown of the show. So yes. it's on Netflix. It was shot in 2018. Mm-hmm. It's produced by the same company who did Married at First Sight, which is a similar concept. So in Love is Stevie Wonder... They took 15 dudes and 15 women, and they kept them separate. So the dudes lived together, and then the ladies lived together. And throughout the day, they'd all go into these rooms, which they called pods. And then two pods were connected by some, like, frosted glass window thing, and you couldn't see the other person. So the dude and the lady talked to each other. And they all continued to talk to each other, and, you know, they'd rotate, etc., for 10 days. And if within that 10 days, you decided you wanted to marry one of them without seeing them... You propose, and of course, the other person is going to say yes because it's TV and they want to go on to the next part of the show. They want to stay on the show. So eight couples total ended up getting engaged. The producers thought that like maybe one or two would get engaged, and they prepared for five. So they had to cut two couples from the next part. Those couples ended up breaking up anyway. So who cares about them? No love lost. No love is blind lost. So the couples meet face-to-face, and then all six couples went to a resort in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Michael, excuse me. It's the Grand Vilas All Suites and Spa Resort. You know this by heart. Well, they made sure to show the front of it many times, because I feel like it was almost just Netflix was doing a huge commercial for Grand Vilas All Suites and Spa Resort, like a timeshare presentation. Yeah, and I actually went to, like, the site to look at the rooms. (laughs) See if they doctored them, if they lied on the show. Well, also, at first I thought it was like a shining situation and they had the resort all to themselves. That's what I thought, too. Well, in some scenes, there were like people in restaurants or by the pool. And I'm like, those are probably extras because they're just it. Yeah, it seemed off. They probably they probably shot it in a low season like November. Well, yeah, I think it was November because I think they shot like the pod part in October. Mm hmm. 
So yeah, so you're you're it was low season, you're right. So anyway, so during that trip, the the couples fuck, well, some of them did. And you know, they hang out alone and then they also hang out with the other couples. Mm-hmm. So the couples that survived that trip then go back to Atlanta together where they all live. They all live, they're all from Atlanta. They all live in Atlanta. They live in some weird Airbnb condo situation. Well, I mean, they're all like originally because when I was first watching, I thought they were like from all over the country, Mm -hmm. but they all are from Atlanta. So they yeah, they go back to Atlanta and they move into like a apartment complex where they each have their own apartment. They move it. They move into like Atlanta's version of Melrose Place. I mean, how dare I? (laughs) Atlanta's going to want to talk to you because (laughs) if that's their idea of Melrose Place. Anyways, so they meet each other's family and friends and see where the other one lives, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So at the very end, there's weddings. Each couple has to show up at the wedding and at the altar, they have to decide if they want to get married or not. So two couples, Amber and Barnett, and by the way, Barnett is his last name. Matthew is his first name, but people call him by his last name. So that tells you everything about him. He should have just been called bro. His nickname should have been bro. Douche. Let, let's get right to it. So they end. So they end. Amber and Barnett end up getting married, and the only normal couple on the show, Lauren and Cameron, end up getting married. By a mile, are they the only normal couple? They are and like, from the beginning. You knew right away. You knew right away. It's like you guys are much better than this show. Why are you here? <laughs> you guys. You just, seem way too normal and well adjusted. You should not be on this show. Yeah. So like, you the hired extras. The other four couples don't end up getting married, and one couple didn't even make it past Mexico. So let's talk about them, Diamond and Carlton. So mm-hmm. Diamond, I think that's her government name. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Diamond, former professional basketball dancer. Yeah. Diamond Jack, which is an extremely hot name. That's her full name. That's so, a pack of cards. That's like two things from cards. Diamond, Diamond Jack. Diamond and yeah. Jack. That can't be her real name. It can't be. I mean, that's like saying my name is like three of clubs <laughs> three of clubs three joker of. queen joker <laughs> queen joker so they got engaged in the pods and he told us when they were in the pods he told us the audience that he's bisexual mm-hmm. but he didn't tell her before he proposed to her so in mexico he tells her and he cries and she comes you know comforts him mm-hmm. and this is another situation where they're at the pool and i'm like nobody else is at the pool because it's only them at the pool it's got to be freezing. It has to be like maybe January. But yeah, everybody's like watching from their balconies. Mm-hmm. So so she kind of comforts him. And then she says, you know, she needs to think and be alone. So they sleep in separate rooms. And the next day they talk. And she's upset that he didn't tell her before he proposed. And he's upset that she's upset. And he ends up calling her a bitch. And she ends up throwing a drink in his face. And she gives him the ring back. And he throws it on the pole. And then he tells her that her wig looks a mess. So that was the end of them, which is surprising because that's exactly how Shakespeare wrote the first meeting scene between Romeo and Juliet. So I thought Mm -hmm. that, you know, Diamond and Carlton, you know, the love affair of our time would make it. But they didn't. So are you Team Diamond or Team Carlton in this situation, in this case? Is Team No One an option? I mean, yes. In, okay, so I'm, t- you know what I am? I'm Team the sandal she used to um, whip water at him. Do you remember that part when she's like, she, oh, yeah. I think she uses her sandal and she like splashes him aggressively. I was like, that's a, that sandal is the hero here. But it's weird because on the one hand, it's like obviously Carlton should have told Diamond he was. Like, he could have told her in the pod. 
Because what else are they going to talk about in the pod, honestly? The conversations are always so dumb in the pod. It's like, do you like restaurants? Oh my god, I love restaurants too. Do you like traveling? I love traveling. It's like, oh my god, I've never had this connection before in my life. Yeah, it's like, oh Oh my god. God. I'm really feeling you. It's like, you could have been like, by the way, by the way, hashtag (laughs) asterisk, by the way. He didn't. So right away, it's like, okay, fine. Then on another hand, it's like, he's allowed to, he's allowed to, um, He's allowed to, like, admit that when he wants, when he feels comfortable. And I feel like, obviously, the producers were probably like, hey, can you, we know that you're bi. Can you, like, sit on that until we're at the Grand Villas All Suites and Spa Resort? Because that would be a lot better for television for us. Yeah, that's Di- true. Diamond but- felt a little bit homophobic in her response. Well, but, I think because also- it was, I think she was upset because he didn't tell her. And honestly, like, if I was him, I would want to tell someone just... Because, you know, if they acted weird, then I'd be like, I wouldn't want to be friends with anyone like that or marry someone who wasn't cool with. Well, also, you want to increase your pod chances, too. So, like, if somebody responded weird, you could be like, okay, bye. Hashtag asterisk bye. Not in the way that we mean. No, but really, you could be like, bye. I I want a new person to talk to because you're being weird about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you really are there to find your true love. So, you know, you want to put all the cards on the table. He was And the cards were... The not you know the cards that were not right for him were Diamond and Jack. Diamond. <laughs> also, they're 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 like um disses to each other. We're very like she said something about all I remember is her saying like butt and dick. Like she was yeah. like, something about my butt and a dick, and then he was like, like your wig is your wig is falling or whatever. And I'm yeah, like, it was oh, mess. it got petty. But, but at the reunion, they which the reunion do not watch. It's really boring. They end up making up, and he apologizes to her, and he gives her the ring as an apology gift, and they don't get back together, but they make nice, and Carlton says he's in therapy now. So that's where that's at. So now let's move on to Jessica. That's the mess with the wine-drinking dog. So mm-hmm. her man, Mark, and then... Ten, Am- ten years younger than her, Mark. Yeah, and then Amber and Burnett. First of all, mm-hmm. Amber, Jessica, and Barnett are all like Vanderpump Rules or The Hills rejects. Mm, that's being generous but yes yeah the, and then bar oh my god you know why i fucking hate that his name is barnett because why? every time i read or see it i think of nicole ari parker so she's in boogie nights she plays yes. becky barnett and she always yes. becky barnett i'm becky barnett and so all i think about and he doesn't have like one one hundredth of her hotness so all when i hear it see hear his name i think of becky barnett he yeah, doesn't have the charisma at all. No. So anyways, Barnett was a pod slut, pretty much. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was into three women, including Amber and Jessica. And didn't, and so, he, didn't he kind of lead on LC as well? Was that, was that the third woman? There's a chick named LC, and I really liked her. And then she was like, you broke my heart or something Yeah, there like was that. three yeah. ladies he was into. And so Jessica was really into him, but she mm-hmm. was also talking to Mark. So Jessica was 34 at the time, and Mark was 24. And mm-hmm. she made such a big deal out of their age, which is dumb since Barnett is was 27. I mean, yeah, he wasn't that too. much older than Mark. It's not like Mark was 24 and Jessica was like 84. That would be a way hotter connection to me. 
Yeah, that's what I, that's the show that I want to see. But anyways, Jessica ends up dumping Mark because she's into Barnett more. Mm -hmm. Barnett leads Jessica on, makes her think he's going to propose to her, but then he dumps her and proposes to Amber. So since Jessica obviously wants to stay on the show, she asks Mark to give her another chance and he proposes. So Jessica told Entertainment Weekly later that she tried to quit the show since she knew she didn't want to be with Mark and didn't want to dump him at the altar, but producers convinced her to stay. So of course... Jessica dumped Mark at the altar, and yeah. Amber and Barnett end up getting married. Yeah, Amber and Barnett. They deserve each other, honestly. Oh, they do. They're definitely, like, I heard someone describe them as being, like, the two people from your small town that were, like, really popular in high school, and, like, they spend every weekend getting drunk and flirting with other people and then, like, fighting in the parking lot. And I was like, yeah, that's accurate. That's that's a lot of people I went to high school with, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so my question is, do you... Do you think that Jessica was leading on Mark? Because that's what I felt when I was watching it. And I know that she says, like, oh, I wanted to quit the show. But do you think she actually wanted to quit the show? No. And she, like, so when they get to Mexico, like, a lot of them have sex. And Mm -hmm. she kept saying, oh, no, I want to get to know each other, whatever. And I'm like, please. She just is not attracted to him. She doesn't want to fuck him. Yeah, I think she was leading him on. She was leading him on, I think, in the way where she was like, maybe one day I'll find him attractive. Like, maybe one day I'll love him. I don't know. I think she knew from the beginning, like, she, when she met yeah. him. Because, you know, he's short. Is and he she, even that short, though? It's not like he's that short. What is he, like 5'7"? No, he's probably like 5'11". No, he was not 5'11". Barnett, no, because Barnett is like a tree. Like, he's like 6'4", right? Well, all the other guys were kind of like Barnett's yeah. height, right? You know what? It's not the height of the mark. It's the mark of the height i don't know what i don't know what implication i'm making but like it doesn't matter how tall he is anyway she was going on about short he is and others mentioned he was short on the short side anyways he was one of the hottest ones there so i thought he was hot too but i don't think she uh, yeah i don't think she was really into into him well didn't she also say like she's like i've always gone for athletes i've only ever dated athletes it's like how boring are you where you're like that's your only stipulation for dating is like athlete well, and this should my favorite quote of hers, and probably my favorite quote of the show, was she said, he's emotionally available, and that's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> so that, like, she, yeah, so she likes sports douchebags she, who treat her like she, shit. That's, oh, so that's why she liked Barnett? <laughs> exactly. That's also, what, okay, Michael, with the, okay, spoiler for the reunion, Amber, through the whole show, has brown hair, and then she comes back from the reunion with the ashiest highlighting job I have ever seen on a set yeah, of looks like hair. Shit. And I can say this is somebody who exclusively gets ashy highlights. So it was like ashy. What do you like her better though? Do you like her with brown hair or blonde hair? Because I had a fight with my friend over this recently. Blonde because she's trashy. So it, it kind of works for her. I, I honestly, I agree with you. I think that she looks way better with the blonde hair. When she was like in that dress and she had like the reality show look to her that's all i'm not gonna be rude she just looked very reality show i think she looked gorgeous and honestly what i loved about the well the reunion is boring but she so at the reunion so basically there's a uh, jessica didn't want to be with mark and she obviously wanted to be with barnett Mm -hmm. and amber knew this so they like had an amazing drunk moment at the bar and so cut to the reunion when uh, Amber's, you know, getting all bitch. She's like, you're a bitch. 
Jessica, you're this. And Jessica she, basically she's like, she's agreed like you're sh- with her. She's like, you're shysty bitch. Yeah, and Jessica basically agreed with her and shut it down. Like, Amber really thought she was going to get, like, her trashy reality TV reunion mm-hmm. viral moment. And that and just Jessica's failed. Like, Jessica's like, yeah, I shouldn't have been doing it. I know, I think Amber wanted it to be, like, Friday night at Buffalo Wild Wings. And... It was not that. Yeah, it was Monday night at Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. But every so everyone has made a big deal about Jessica voice, Jessica's voice, and she's the queen of vocal fry. Mm, is she? Oh, she's got her voice is like two different people. Yeah, because she did. So I like usually when she she brings it out when she talks to the guys, yeah. and then when she's like talking to us or somebody else, she or that's not a guy, like another woman, mm-hmm. she sounds normal. But then it's like she brings out that. Uh. No one knows I'm in Mexico. It's cra- <laughs> it's crazy and it's tripping me out. I love hearing the waves crash on the beach. That's my, my favorite thing in the whole world. Oh god, yeah, I know. She's like doing her one on ones, and she's like, "I'm really excited to be here. This is great." And then she's talking to a guy, and she's like, "I'm from Chicago." Yeah, and I think because she probably thought like it made her sound like sexy and flirty but she really like she sounded like she, like she had a head injury and she, const- <laughs> and she was constipated and like she had cotton mouth which works and she's fucking thirsty yeah it's like, so but it was I? like yeah that was fascinating that wall feature in the pot always made it look like hell's kitchen to me you know when like hell's kitchen when gordon ramsay opens up the restaurant to celebrities yes it looks like a wall feature from hell's kitchen so i just imagine her being like where am I? Can I get the um, beef Wellington? Beef Wellington. Can I get the wine? Because that's all she was fucking yeah, drinking. I can like just bring Wellington up the bar. Just wine. roll over the bar. Okay, so let's quickly go over the other couple. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, Lauren and Cameron, the only normal couple who got married. They're the still best. married. They'll probably be married for a while. Then there was Gigi and Damien. So oh, Damien dumped her at the altar but they Mm -hmm. end up getting back together and they're together now which she should have not gone back to him because after damien dumped her she runs out of the venue and like falls down while trying to go down a hill so if you made me fall down a hill fuck you we're done in a wedding dress too in anything we're done i don't want (laughs) to i know but have you ever fallen down in support garments that's not fun. Yeah, that's you're right. The, they're that's, so, un, that's unforgivable. They're so toxic though that I feel like they deserve each other. Yeah, like, they're they not are each last. they're each other's per- yo, you know what they are? They're the type of people that will eventually get married and then divorced and then married again and then divorced again and then possibly married a third time. To which I say, Giannina my lady, go ahead, go for it. <laughs> So, and then there was uh, the most boring couple, Kelly Kenny and Kelly. Kenny. <laughs> so, Kenny, Kelly and Kenny also didn't fuck, and she gave a similar excuse that Jessica gave, but really, she wasn't attracted to him either. Kelly's excuse, though, was even worse. She was like, she's like, I don't want to fuck Kenny because I like um, brown-haired guys. I like brunettes. Yeah, like, she just, she was not attracted to him either, and... They were weird. So... Kenny's good. Kenny's good, though. So she ended up dumping him at the altar. They're no longer together. And fun fact, Kelly and Jessica have been friends for 10 years. What? Really? Yeah. that's a, They don't seem like they'd be friends, but they've been friends for 10 years. That's really weird. It kind of explains a lot, actually, too. Okay. So now let's quickly talk about the whole reason why I wanted to talk about this damn show. Mm-hmm. We're 20 minutes in, so I'm making this quick. 
No, don't make it quick. Uh, this is this is the reason no, no, why no. people have chosen. This is, no. The gold goblets. So these <laughs> goddamn gold goblets are all throughout the show. So they use these yes. gold metal goblets to drink from. And there were also gold metal flutes. I was going to say the champagne flutes at the bachelorette parties. Sometimes they were silver. Sometimes they had mm. stems. Sometimes they were just cups. So I did a little research. Production mm-hmm. bought them on Amazon. Some of them are, of course, sold out. But these glasses were, like, everywhere. They used them at home. They used them at restaurants. I mean, they traveled. I mean, production dragged these glasses all over. I mean, they were the real villain of the show to me because I could not stand them. (laughs) There's all of those glasses. Definitely the metal has, like, thinned out where their mouths have been because they've been used so often. Yeah, they used them so much. And my theory, so my theory was that Some contestants maybe didn't want to drink, but production wanted to make them look like they were drinking booze. So they'd Mm -hmm. give them that glass and like fill it with water. That's what I thought too, because I was like, I don't really drink that much. Even though if I was on Love is Blind, I'd probably be getting hammered off my face. But I'd be on meth, really. Yeah, Yeah, I'd be like, like, can I, can I use this to smoke? Yeah, can I use this to smoke meth? just give me just give me a gold pipe please um but that's what i figured or like if they were having like if they're just like look we've been filming all day i don't want any more wine i'm so dizzy just give me some water and then because like watching people drink water that's kind of boring i mean watching people drink (laughs) wines are kind of boring too (laughs) to be honest so um we're moving on from something that is so much fun like a totally fun tv situation to not fun tv situation at all. So when the twelfth season of RuPaul's Drag Race premiered last month on February twenty eighth, the the internet agreed that the worst name in the cast was Heidi in the closet. And then the second- I don't even think it's that bad. I actually kinda like it. I mean it's hard to say, but I kinda like it. When they're like all you need to change your name. And I was like, I kind of like it. It's just hard because it's, is it supposed to be like hiding in the closet? Yeah, it's like hiding in the closet. It doesn't really work, but... No, because it's Heidi N. Closet. Hiding in closet. I mean, it's it's not... There have been worse ones. There are worse ones. So, but... So the second premiere happened last week. And there, we learned that there's actually a name worse than Heidi in Closet. And it's Sherry Pie. So... Um, if you haven't watched the season of Drag Race yet, uh, Rue decided to get twice the <laughs> twice the ratings by splitting up the um, season premiere into two parts. So the first part had uh, how many queens? Was it like seven queens or something? Six. The second one had six queens. Doesn't matter. All that matters here is that in the second season premiere was a queen named Sherry Pie, real name Joey Gugliamelli, and. Right before the premiere happened, the internet started kind of lighting up with allegations against Sherry Pie. I'll refer to Joey as Sherry Pie from here on out, just because it's it's easier to keep track of everything. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he was, so the main allegation was by an actor named Ben Shimkus. Uh, he went on Facebook and then a bunch of other uh, accusations came out. BuzzFeed picked it up. Queerty did some really good investigating. So... The al- here's the gist of it. So the allegations kind of all happen around um, sort of the beginning of the 2010s, so like 2012, 2013, around there. And the allegations are all sort of the same. So we'll start with Ben's allegation because it sort of sets it all up. He knew Sherry at SUNY Cortland, the university. So they're both in like theater together. And Sherry approached Ben about a show that was in production called Bulk. And so you need to remember this for the rest of the story because it Ha- it yeah. happens a million times. So 
Bulk was allegedly about this bodybuilder named Jeff who like keeps uh, like pumping up and he gets bigger yeah. and bigger. And Jeff's thing is that he like uh, his he like smells bad because he stops wearing deodorant. Anyway, the whole thing Bulk is a lie. There is no production called Bulk. But yeah, so she, if you were looking forward to that, sorry, it's yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. No, it's the only yeah you you're going to have to just watch like the Hulk because that's as close as you're going to get to it. So. Um, Sherry would tell, Sherry told Ben, um, I'm going to put you in contact with this casting director named Allison Mossy. Which, and oh my God, his catfishing villain name would be Allison. I, that, I know. You I, should sue. You should sue. I really should. I was like, I don't like, I don't like being connected with this. I'm like, I already have no Google results that come when I search my name. But now this is going to, and well, it's not connected with me at all. Anyways, so uh, Allison Mossy, this fake character, allegedly worked for Playwrights Horizons, which... Well, she didn't um, work for Playwrights Horizons. Well, she, yeah, she did exist. She didn't exist, but... She claimed um, she worked for Playwrights Horizons. Yes. Sherry Pye, under the guise of Allison Mossy, claimed to work at Playwrights Horizons. So Allison, the this fake casting director, mm-hmm. would ask for audition tapes. And they were always kind of the same. They were like... I like take off your clothes, being like a tank top and shorts, like take off your tank top, talk about your muscles getting big, talk about like, talk about the smell of your um, armpits and stuff like that. So So Sherry was jagging off to these. Totally. Totally. So here's the, so it happened to a bunch of people. One um, victim alleged that the, um, that Alice, again, fake person Allison Mossy was like, I'm going to send over my assistant, who was Sherry Pie, and he's going to film you doing your audition. And then Sherry Pie was like, allegedly was like, you know, you should go masturbate in the bathroom because that's going to like put you in the right mindset oh, as the character yeah. or something. And so he did. And then he's like, you know, what would be really good is if you did it on camera for your audition. And then <laughs> he allegedly did. And then that victim is like, I feel so so embarrassed because obviously it wasn't anything so um you know what this is this is like a modern day version of coco and fame you know that scene so like coco she goes to that casting and that sleazy casting director tells her to like take off her top and she starts crying while so yeah it's like a 2020 or when was this 2010 Mm -hmm. 2010 version of that yeah it's it's terrible so the the jig was up eventually when okay so also like he had another alleged lie where he said like bulk was a tv show being produced for hbo he also allegedly kind of catfished saying like um oh allison mossy is working on a musical based on the nightmare before christmas so um but people came up with all these like yes crazy lies so super crazy just to get these guys to basically to get into their shorts and smell their armpits which is anyways so um but like a bunch of guys started kind of connecting the pieces together because like they all sort of knew each other too because they were all people that sherry pie knew through like theater and stuff like that and look it's a small ass world in the world of theater so they all started kind of talking they're like oh i auditioned for this thing called bulk too and it never went anywhere and like one of the victims alleged that he almost passed up a disney cruise job because Allison Mossy was like, oh, you almost have it. You almost have this role. And like, I mean, thank God that person didn't. Like that guy, he took the Disney cruise, which is really good. So one, the real sleuth in this was, um, I believe, a person named, a man named Josh, I think. Anyway, someone um, decided to call up Playwrights Horizons and was like, I want to speak to Allison Mossy. 
And they're like, we don't know who Alison Mossy is. We're not working on a production called Bulk. Like, we don't know any of this. Another we would person, never ask you to masturbate on camera yeah, for an audition. Do, yeah, we don't want you in your shorts. So then another person found Alison Mossy on Facebook and contacted him and was like, hi, are you a casting director? And the real Alison Mossy was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never worked in casting before. I don't know anything about Bulk. And then people were like, oh, my God, it's Sherry Pie. Sherry Pie is behind all of this. And, um, but the, like, there's really nothing, there's really nothing funny about the situation. Cause like all these guys are humiliated. They all got catfished. You know, you can't, they're all guys who just wanted to get a job in theater and acting. Like they yeah. all thought they were auditioning. Yeah. So it sucks. But there's two quotes that kind of, I'm like, it, this is kind of funny because if, if they're able to get any sort of sense of satisfaction out of this, it's this. So two of the victims were like, you know, I thought something might have been up because the monologues that were being sent to me were super shitty. <laughs> like they were like, they were, there was like, they were full of typos. Um, one of them was sent in like Microsoft Word. Like it was very low budget. Low logo. rare. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, they were really stupid. They were like, the dialogue was awful. But again, they were like, look, I thought it was an audition and you know i was doing what i could do um anyway so world of wonder has responded yeah they produce drag race yeah they produce drag race and um they've said that sherry has been disqualified from season 12 the cast but like the casting crew have put in so much work that it would be unfair if they had to go back and re-edit it all so the series is just gonna air as it's meant to air and she won't be in the finale because the finale is like live oh yeah yeah and they they do like so there's like the live finale she's not going to be in that and then they also do the reunion usually and that's not going to happen either so um sherry pie has also put out a statement saying like i want to say how sorry i am and i caused so much trauma and pain and she's like i'm super embarrassed and whatever um and then she also says like something about like until I was on Drag Race, I never really understood how much my mental health and taking care of things meant. I learned that on the show, how important loving yourself is. And I don't think I've ever loved myself, which... So she basically admits to it. She admits to it. Yeah. But also it's like, don't don't pull in RuPaul's like, if you can't love yourself, how are the hell are you going to love somebody else? You know, like it just feels kind of like... Yeah, if you can't love yourself, uh, trick a guy into masturbating on camera in an audition. Oh, no. <laughs> so... I read on Reddit uh-huh. um, that production, and I don't know if this is true, this is a rumor, okay. that production found out about this during filming. Okay. So while they were filming the show, they found out and they disqualified Sherry, and then they replaced her with a queen from season 11. Oh, okay. And that it'll all play on an upcoming episode. But again, I heard it from Reddit. Who knows? Well, I mean, at the very least, we know that Sherry Pie is going to disappear with Santino Rice to the RuPaul's Hall of people we don't speak about anymore. And this is where Alice and I go over five stories, starting with Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas. They're doing each other, basically. Mm-hmm. So she's in Knives Out, Blade Runner, the new Bond movie, and she's going to play Marilyn Monroe in a biopic. So she's the it girl right mm-hmm. now. And they did a movie together called Deep Water, which wrapped filming a bit ago. And recently, Ben and Anna, they were seen together in Cuba, where she's from, and they were seen kissing in Cuba. 
They were also spotted together in Costa Rica. And a source tells People Magazine that they're definitely dating. Ben is 47 and Anna is 31. I mean, she's not 19. That's who I thought he would end up with. I know. It's very different from his type. She's not his type at all. Um, But I don't know how, like, I don't know what really led them to getting together. Like, what was the impetus for them deciding to date? But I want to believe he tried to pick her up by saying, we have so much in common, like directions. For example, you were in Knives Out. And I love Jack in the box. In, out, get it? Oh my God. That's, de- <laughs> that's, that's definitely what he said. That's, a, that's not even too funny. I'm quoting him verbatim. <laughs> not allegedly. No, not allegedly at all. But okay, so this pairing kind of confused me because she's gorgeous and successful. And Ben is a newly recovering alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He has three kids. His ex-wife is basically his mom, mm-hmm. and he has that hideous back tattoo. So, like, I wondered what she saw in him, and then I went back and watched his nude scene in Gone Girl, and now I understand. Yeah. I complete, like, digmatization. It's a real thing. It's destroying our women and gays. <laughs> so, Katy Perry decided to do things differently in the celebrity baby announcement department, and didn't announce she's pregnant on Instagram. Instead, she revealed her growing baby area in the video for her new song, Never Worn White. So Katie confirmed she's pregnant with a baby she made with her fiancé, Orlando Bloom. Uh This child will be her first and Orlando's second. He's got a kid with Miranda Kerr. Also, Katie and Orlando are supposed to get married in Japan, but they're postponing it because of coronavirus. Very smart move. Um... You know, this is great because when she goes into labor, the nurses can use her albums instead of the standard pain scale. So it'd be like, Katie, how bad are your contractions? Are you hovering around prism or are you at witness? Because if it's witness, we're going to have to ask you to start pushing. Where would never worn white land on that scale? Mm, that's like the baby's crowning. <laughs> no, it's not that bad of a song. It's fine. Oh, my God. I mean, it's well, no, it's. <laughs> well, the song is going to be played at every like wedding that has mason jars and Rafa. It's mm-hmm. going to be played at every one of those weddings. And the video is like a public access remake of Midsummer. So if I was Katie's unborn baby, I'd be pissed that this is how she announced my existence to the world. But her ex, John Mayer, has been really, I've noticed, been really quiet on social media lately. And mm-hmm. I think this is why. I'm going to say this is why. So Katie's doing the Lord's work <laughs> with that. So Justin Bieber shouldn't be the owner of a broken Tamagotchi. Like he's a horrible pet owner and has a history of being a horrible pet owner. So Justin and his wife, Haley Bieber, have two exotic cats named Tuna and Sushi. We've talked about them I yes. think, on this one. <laughs> Tuna and so, Sushi, big D-listed stars. <laughs> sushi went missing a month ago. And let's be real, that cat didn't go That cat like ran That cat away. ran the fuck away, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the poor thing was found miles away and was reunited with Justin. So it turns out that Sushi wandered into the yard of the one and only Sandra Lee. And that's whose house Bieber picked the cat up from. So Justin wrote on Instagram, almost a month ago, my pal Sushi decided to run away after weeks passing by. Haley and I began to lose hope that our baby was gone. Yesterday, we got a call that somebody found our baby. It had made it miles and miles away. He looks extremely skinny and has a very sad meow. And he spelled it M-I-O-W. That's like the French way. 
<laughs> meow. It is. It is. Le meow. He is home now, safe and sound. Thank you, God, for protecting him. Poor Sushi. Thank you, Sandra Lee, for protecting him. Let's give credit to where credit is due here. Um, so I read what Sandra Lee wrote, and she was like, this little ki- like she was like, I want to adopt this kitty, but unfortunately he belongs to someone. So she's like, I fed him three cans of tuna and some warm milk. And that's really sweet of her. And honestly, that's the most humane thing she could have done for that cat was to serve it food straight from the can. Because we all know what happens when Aunt Sandy gets creative with a recipe. What, booze? Well, booze plus a mess. It's a mess. What are you talking about? Michael, have you... You know that Kwanzaa cake. You are familiar I with I know all cake. of them. And she is a genius. You just don't understand her. Anyways. I, I know. I'm too, I'm too dumb for her. I'm too dumb. <laughs> yeah, you're not at her level gourmet Ali. No. gourmet Ali. <laughs> but okay, so I think... You know, we as a country, America, Mm -hmm. have finally found a way to deport Justin Bieber back to you in Canada. Please, we don't want him, Michael. He should be deported for the simple fact that he slandered our American treasure, Sandra Lee, by calling her somebody. He said somebody found her. She's not, isn't somebody. She's everybody. Deport him. Yeah, you know what? I want him out of my country as much as the next person, but I can't sanction (laughs) him referring to her as somebody i can't do it vin diesel was on jimmy kimmel live to promote the new fast and furious movie and says that several oscar winners have asked to be a part of the cast so helen mirren and charlize who have both won oscars Mm -hmm. have been in fast and furious movies so and when jimmy asked to name names vin only said i may give away a little too much if i there's some secrets that have to be close to the chest Mm -hmm. You know what? I mean, that's not shocking to me. The last Fast and the Furious movie made $1.24 billion. So, like, the only Oscar winner who's turning that down is a person whose Oscar is worth $1.25 billion. Who is, I who's don't know. Whose Oscar is that? Is. <laughs> um, wait, did, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, who who won an Oscar that didn't deserve it? <laughs> no, I don't know. The list is too long for that. But yeah. like, I, I, I have nothing bitchy to say because Vin Diesel's a mess, but I believe him because like, honestly, those movies are fun. Who wouldn't want to be in them? Mm-hmm. But he's also acting like getting an Oscar means like you'll always be an elite actor, mm-hmm. like who's too good for that shit. And I mean, like Cuba Gooding Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow have won. Oscars. Mm-hmm. So, but, and and I, I lied when I say I wasn't going to be bitchy. <laughs> when I had nothing bitchy to say, I just realized that. Okay, for a limited time, certain Taco Bells will sell the Triple Lupa, which is exactly as it sounds. It's like a human centipede version of a chalupa. It's three chalupas that are connected together, and there's nacho cheesy on one end chipotle on the other end and cheesy chipotle in the middle so the cheesy chipotle middle is like their baby yeah and that's a cheat it'll cost you three dollars and 49 cents guy fair is looking at that thing like what a cute amuse bouche yeah <laughs> you know it's the first taco bell item with an appropriate name because it will send you on a trip to the bathroom three times as fast as a normal taco bell chalupa would yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if you're considering getting it, just please take a sledgehammer to your toilet because that's less a, a less painful way of killing it than with triple lupa shits. Is it triple lupa? 
That's a horrible name, Dua Lupa. <laughs> Dua Lupa. <laughs> Dua Lipa. Triplet. And now we've come to the end of the show. Um, if you haven't rated or reviewed us, uh, please do. And if you've got a question for us or a tip or you want us to cover something, you can email us at dtp at delisted.com. If you'd like to know the best songs to wash your hands to, email us. Because, you know, they say you're supposed to wash your hands for 20 seconds. Sometimes happy birthday gets a little boring. Can't you just count to 20? Yeah, but where's the fun in that? You're right. You're right. (laughs) So yeah, if you want if you want to know that, email us. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you. We will. Okay, till next week. Thank you, Allison. Thank you, Michael. Bye. Bye.